Twitch News Survivor. We're stuck in a bad dream. So we're watching an old season with a silly pirate theme. Of course there's a new theme song, but it's as half-assed as our plans. Something, mumbo something, a word that rhymes with plans. John will make some dumb jokes. Andy likes to yell and curse. Something about some backup host. How could hell be any worse? We'll spend the whole time wishing that our lives are back on track. But until then, it's Pirate Survivor. We can all be glad for that. It's the Purple Rock Whatever. Hello and welcome to the Purple Rock Survivor Podcast. We're here to talk about the 12th episode of Pearl Islands and what an eventful episode this was. Uh, just so much to talk about. Buckle in. Uh, we're going to be here a while. Uh, Matt, this was an episode where the editors probably should have tricked us, right? Uh, yeah, but they didn't. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I know people like to get angry about the editors doing that, but uh, and, and obviously it's harder to fool us once we know the outcome of an episode. But I feel like you know they they really you know told us this is what's going to happen, and then we watched it happen, and there we go. Good night, good podcast. Oh, Emma's also here. Um, we have a few other things to discuss because it's not always outcome based. But um, how about we start with a discussion that we had last week in the spoiler section? So most of you already heard this. Great podcasting. Um, but uh, was it a mistake for uh, Sandra and Krista to not vote out Burton last week? Last week we discussed it in the context of it happening. Burton should it have been, should not have been. Now that we've seen how it results in Krista being voted out, uh, did this change your opinion at all, Emma? I mean, I don't know that, like, if T also had the plan of voting Krista off this round, I don't know what's, what's really going to help her there. Um, like, I mean, I guess, you know, butterfly effect, that makes the reward challenge totally different, and maybe somehow that changes everything. But, you know. Yeah, Burton never, never really got to participate in that challenge, so right. it's hard to... Yeah. He looked frustrated. Yeah, so I don't know if his absence would could have turned other than yeah, a butterfly effect in that you know a different set of hands right. for a different coin. Uh, and you're not going to have the issue of Dara not being willing to vote for Burton <laughs> because she already did. Yeah, but you know it sounded like Dara's plan was to vote for Krista, so kind of like she stuck to the plan, uh, no matter what happened there. Um, Matt, you were the one that were you were a little stronger than that. That was a mistake. Um, do you want to now be like CC? Like, what what do you got? Yeah, so I do want to be now CC because you know who else thought it was a mistake uh, right when this episode began? Sandra and Krista. They were like, "Oh, damn! What the hell did we do? That was a mistake." Uh, which tells me, you know, that I may have been onto something there. I actually didn't remember that conversation when I brought it up last week. But yeah, the the episode begins and Sandra and Krista are basically talking about the fact they didn't think this situation through fully, probably because John came up to them like right before tribal council and they had to make a decision very quickly. And, you know, I, I think after they had thought it through a bit more, they realized this puts us in a tough spot. Now, you're right. They may have been in a tough spot anyway, which was never my, con- I never contended otherwise. It's just that 
this was a very foreseeable tough spot, whereas the other one I think might have been more preventable because, you know, T may have said that her next target was Krista, but we don't really know, and that can change, whereas trying to break up a pretty strong three is a lot harder. Um, Yeah, I think maybe where it might have been a mistake is that um, they left the more dangerous players in the game. Yeah. Um, you know, the former Borgans haven't really uh, you know, demonstrated a lot of fortitude. A, yeah, or a lot of acuity in this game named Survivor. So maybe keeping one of them around while still a tough position, that they out still their stated position, you know, which was true. Uh, one instance where Fair Play wasn't lying, uh, that they were going to come after Krista, but it's just like there might be somewhere to play. You know, you know, it might be easier to get them to, you know, go after. Lil, if Burton's not there, or, you know, don't you want to vote out fair play? Wouldn't that feel good? Uh, whereas, yeah, they did leave the three tight people there. Problem, flip side, though, is it's like, Dara, you wanted to vote out Burton before. You still can now. Well, um, except that she couldn't, because who was who else was going to come with it? That would only make it 3-3. Three, three. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and, but that doesn't ever, ever seem like it came up. I'm, it's possible. Let's give Dara some credit that she can... Count. Provide six by two. Um, but <laughs> it never seemed like uh, she was all like, I don't want to be involved in a tie. It just seemed like she just wasn't interested in working with them. Um, Look, she's a mortician. She definitely knows the number six, you know, six feet under. That, that's one she's very familiar with. I don't know if she's involved with that part. Maybe she's, she's just not like, James. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's more of the grave digger than the mortician. And mm-hmm. they ship them off to somebody else. Learn how the process works, Matt. Um, oh, God. That was very Canadian there, Andy. <laughs> Process? Yeah. Yes. Process. Jeez. Man. <laughs> Come on, guy. Um, process. I say both, but, you know, it depends. Oh, uh, crazy. Like, I don't say trust the process. That's definitely trust the process. <laughs> um, which, it's like it's the Caribbean Sea, but all, it's Pirates but... of the Caribbean. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, um... It's still possible, and this is where I ended up last week, in that it might not have been a mistake to do that last week. The mistakes come this week in that they don't really follow up. You know, so it's yeah. like, you do this, but then what's next? And the, I think the what's next is what's to focus here, because I don't feel like Sandra and Krista played this well at all. I mean, their options were limited, um, but... I didn't like any of their approaches to the people that they needed to get on their sides. No, I have to agree. Um, their, their conversation with Burton was basically just convincing Burton. God, I got to get rid of Krista Um, for like an entire day. They were together and like, you could just, the way they were just approaching him was like, well, how do you not know that? He's like, I told you, I don't know it. And they're like, well, come on, you know, this is what was said. He's like, I, I'm telling you, I don't know this. And, I agree. It's hard to believe he never had that conversation with John, but also like, I don't think just repeating it is a way to win him over to your point of view. Yeah. And like, it seemed like everybody they approached with was just like the, it was like more anger. Just throw more anger at the problem. So they tell Burton that this is the way it's going to be. He's kind of like, huh? And then they just be more angry at him. And it's like, that's a special tool with, with Dara, a person whom they blindsided, but a day before, they're all like, you want to do this, right? Like, it didn't seem like there was, like, a lot of, like, you know, recognition over the feelings and the position that they put them in. There didn't seem to be an apology uh, from yeah. what we saw. What, what do you think, Emma? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of think 
most people didn't play well this episode. I think it was just... Right. But one person um, lost, so we'll focus on them first. Yes. I was gonna, but yeah, just, just kind of a bad round all around. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it was funny because, and I had told you guys this, but, you know, my, my husband, like, you know, the day before we watched, was like, oh, we got Survivor. What do you think is going to happen? And he's like, oh, one of the guys is going home. <laughs> I was like, mm. why? Mm. He's like, oh, there's four women. And I'm like, they didn't vote together last time. <laughs> like, what? Um, and And just like, but then also when we were watching the, like, you know, started and the previously happened, he's like, wait, Tawana went home? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> he, he also was pretty uh, sure. I don't know if this is a wishful thinking since, you know, his crush on Krista has been well documented, but he was like pretty convinced it was Lil. <laughs> what part of the show made you think that was happening? <laughs> well, Lil. Was it the part Lil. where they had four people yeah. say that they were going to vote for Krista? <laughs> or Maybe it's the part where Lil just out of nowhere goes, I guess I'm going home tonight. And it's like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for like, you know, why is probably it a desire? <laughs> but yes, uh, you know, we'll get to the little discussion, but yeah, just, I didn't like how Sandra and frankly, how Sandra and Krista approached uh, this week, you know, how to win this. We realize now started with last week and that shouldn't they have been involved with the conversation with Burton? Why? Yeah. Like, why are they just trusting that fair play did? No, as you say, Matt, maybe there just wasn't time. But I got to say, if I'm flipping up my plan and coming up with a final four deal to save somebody, I kind of want all four people involved in that conversation. Right. Because the thing is, like, they what they wanted was basically credit for saving him. And he never realized that his butt was on the line. Yeah, which is a real problem with trying to extract credit there, you know? Uh, and the other thing is, like, they just seem to approach every conversation this week as if they were coming from a position of power, which they weren't. Yeah. Like yeah, because let's be real. Even if he had known his butt was on the line, Johnny Fairplay saved him. Yep. Right. 100%. 100%. In fact, you know, as he's telling this, like, it would have been funny. What, like, what I'm hearing from you guys is I need, I, I owe John a big thank you. Um, right. So, I don't understand why you guys did what you did, but hey, yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Sounds like you and John have a deal to live up to. I can keep my options open. Yeah. Um, so we did yeah. do a very good job of keeping those options open this week, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, so yeah, established. Sandra, he somehow closed every option? Wow. <laughs> What's up with Burton? Like, for a while, since he came back, he seemed like a very savvy player. And yeah. this week, it seemed like he did not understand the game of Survivor. No, it was incredible because, like you said, he had actually been playing, I think, pretty well since he came back. And all of a sudden, he's just like, yeah, Lil, that final two, de- that final two deal we I promised you? I never actually promised you that. To the point where Lil's like, oh, I think I'm going home tonight. And he's like, maybe. <laughs> Which is like, dude, what the hell? Why? <laughs> and then, you know, the way he handled that, like, Sandra and Krista conversation wasn't great on him either. I think the only person that, like, he actually had, like, a decent interaction with was probably Dara, which we didn't see. But we just know that Dara is suddenly not willing to vote for Burton. So. Which, again, is probably also still more because of John. Well, Yeah. Yeah. Based on you know, based on what we saw, who knows? But right, right. 
fun. Yeah, yeah. like again, my you know, um, my husband who again has not watched the show when this conversation with Burton is happening is like, why wouldn't you just say yes? Or sorry, with Burton and Lil were talking, he's like, why wouldn't you just say yes? And I'm like, can't wait to make you watch Philippines. <laughs> it's the but, easiest thing in the world, and a thing that he seemingly knew when he formed the bond with her, yeah. and now he's like sit, sitting there sticking with like you know like. I never said final two. Maybe you did not actually utter the exact phrase final two, but you said you and I are going to work together to the end. I'm going, you know, we'll have each other's backs. Just run with it, man. That's all you need to do. I mean, even if you need to couch it slightly, just say it's me, you and John. We're in this against everyone else. We're the final three, all three of us. Again, maybe that's not enough, but like he gave her nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. He just gave her nothing. It's, it's just bad. bizarre. It's bad. And yeah, like the Sandra and Krista, like I can understand, like they were coming off aggressive and angry. They were angry at him for the way that they voted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they realized they like, fucked up. Or, they, oh, or yes, at least they like, realized. Cool. That, yeah. They at least realized they dug themselves a hole that they were now incapable of digging out of because the two people they needed to talk to were on the reward with John. <laughs> And, and yeah, it was just, it was bafflingly bad. And the only thing like, I can think of is now he's getting closer to the end. He sees his path and he doesn't want to get dinged for lying unnecessarily. Yeah. And yeah, that um, seemed to be his problem with Krista too. Like he's just very concerned about like the jury, but I'm like, aren't you going to be up against Johnny? <laughs> like in right. his mind, that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I guess also like he definitely is counting his chickens. Like he thinks he, can't lose before the end because look at everyone around him. Like he lost this week because Dara's apparently a really good shot, which good for, you know, good for her. But like, he's been just owning a bunch of these challenges. So. Yeah. And I mean, as previously discussed, it's not like many people are covering themselves in strategic glory either, but no. it was just baffling. And, and another thing I find like Burton isn't doing well is he's not throwing it back at people that they voted him out. You know, like when everybody's like talking about trust issues, he should be, nobody knows more than I how little people's word means. Most of these people blindsided me. But no, like you still see like Rupert giving him the stink eye from the jury. And you see Sanders. Hey, Rupert never voted. That's right. That's right. Maybe Rupert finally realizes that. (laughs) Now, obviously, like he obviously dug his own grave in that scenario. And, you know, part of it was as a result of his own chicanery and all of that. But like he has that perspective and he never said like when they're grilling him and it's like, yeah, is that how you felt when you voted me out? Like. <laughs> the very idea that, like, how dare you ever think to vote us out? It's like you've done it to him already, and yeah. he, it doesn't seem to come up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Burton was like baffling, baffling. I can't say it. Weirdly uh, bad this episode. Uh, Krista and uh, Sandra not very good either. Um, is it possible? And I hate to say it. But at this exact moment in the game, is Johnny Fairplay playing the best game of Survivor? Nobody else wants to say it. <laughs> no, I think I think at this point in the show, yeah, I think probably. I mean, you know, he'd be he'd be in trouble if this was something like. Um, Wait, no, I don't think that's how it works. If it was anything where, you know, they're seeing, you know, seeing what's happening beyond the scenes, obviously he'd, he'd be in trouble. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, in terms of having actual play and weirdly enough, building relationships, like I, I think he's he's done a solid job. The problem is he's playing that good right now, but he wasn't earlier in the earlier part of the merge, which means, you know, I don't, I don't know who he could face, you know, and this is, you know, all speculative who he could face on the jury or sorry, who he could face, like who's left. And the three people who are already on the jury would vote for him. Yeah. You know, yeah, so he, I mean, yeah, it would be but, a very, it would be a very like, um, Dom and Wendell like sort of thing where you're seeing like the first half of the jury vote for one person and the second half of the jury vote for another if something were to happen there. Yeah, maybe, but like th- there are people left in the game that I don't think the first half of the jury is going to like either. Um, you know, they. I think it's. I think he is playing the best game right now. He has the most relationships out there. Like he has, he has worked with or has seemed to have a bond with everyone left in the game. I think Krista is basically like the one person who like was, you know, like Sandra and him fight the most, but they've also worked together a bunch. Whereas like he and Krista just seem to like not like each other. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we saw it with Dara and Lil at the chow at the yep. reward. Uh, we've seen and it obviously Burton. before and obviously Burton. And yeah, and this isn't just theoretical. Like we've seen him work with other people. Last week, we saw Tawana and Dara try to work with him as well. Yeah, uh, you know, he he was the one that was able to engineer Burton's first vote out. And then when Burton comes back, he's his buddy. It's it's. I think giving the guy credit, and I think you know, Emma was getting at that. It could be the missing ingredient. Like Russell is playing really well, but what does it matter if you can't win in front of a jury, yeah. right? Is what he's and doing. I guess that's the thing. Like we don't know what his jury prospects look like right now. Yeah. Especially back then, you know, if this is like, I don't think he's as bad as Russell. So you know, in, mm-hmm. in terms of as a person. So I think if this is like, you know, if this is season 19, like he can probably take it, but in, you know, season seven, it's a different time. So did it, you know, like, yeah, it just Brian won, a couple seasons he, before this? Sorry, what? Didn't Brian hide it? Yeah, and I was about to say, you know, who Brian was, was facing? Yeah. Right, fair, fair. And he still lost three jury votes <laughs> against Clay. So. I haven't seen it. I just know. Oh, okay, yeah. They're oh, terrible people. Brian I forgot. Yeah, one Clay's of the worst racist. people in the history of Survivor, <laughs> like human being type people in the history of Survivor, and it was close. It was four to three. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, um, um, I forgot that you are blessed and haven't seen Thailand. Um, only season I never saw. Yeah, there's just truly no point, I think, in going back. Um, that derailed us a bit, but yeah, sorry. But yeah, um, I would say I understand your instinct in bringing up Brian Heideck, but um, based on who he was facing, that does not, in fact, apply. Yeah, uh, but yeah. And maybe that's all it is. It's like, yeah, fair play is good playing a good mid-game tactical thing, uh, part of the game, but it doesn't mean anything if people won't vote free at the end. Just the one thing is like, do people hate him as much as viewers hate him? And it, it, they, they seem to not in the game, but well, like, think, like you know, Rupert, Rupert does. clearly does. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the Morgans did. Like Ryan, I don't yeah. think he's voting yeah. for him. Um and that's where you get it. Like, is, is yeah. it still that way with Tawana? Right. 
and, and like, I think if, it could be because I think one of the reasons why Toronto wanted to work with him votes. was to stay in the jury, like to go yeah. against him in the jury. Like I do think one of the cat factors why nobody's coming after him is because they all wouldn't mind going against him, but in both yeah. challenges and the jury. These are, you know, these are small juries. These are juries of seven. Like you can, you know, you just have to lose four people. Like, and I think he's depending on, you know, who he's, but like, say he's facing Dara, which is what he proposes, right? Mm -hmm. That's those three votes already gone. He just needs to lose one vote and he probably doesn't have Krista or he's lost. (laughs) <laughs> no, I right, oh yeah, you say oh you already counted three people right, who yeah. are on the jury. Yes, yeah, sorry. And he just needs one more, and that one was probably Krista because he just right. betrayed her. And so he's already, you know, in terms of that, if he faces Dara, which is his plan, he's already drawing that. Right. I mean the problem is that he's made enough promises to the people remaining in the game that they might hold those promises against him when they get when he votes them out. You know, if he gets to the end, it doesn't. Which so, is what Burton's afraid of doing, and but the problem he's leaning way too far the other direction. Right. But so, this could be instructive in that what we're viewing now is like, why are these bunch of idiots not doing the things that you should be doing? Is because back then you could be punished more significantly for you know. I mean, look, we see Lil. Uh, you know, swearing up and down and getting revenge on Savage for a thing that possibly he did, you know, and uh, saying that she was going to go home. Um, and yeah, you see this right now. You promised me final two. It's like already happening with Lil. Yeah. So, you know, where it might seem like fair play is playing really well uh, because he has different working relationships. There's different like options at his hand. Maybe we're at the point of survivor where you, you can't have that many options. You will be penalized for it. And, you know, yeah. look at the very next season and the result. All stars. Um, I got that part. No, yeah. Was, there was like looks. Um, all right. Uh, uh, Emma's rides here. And, uh, <laughs> uh, um, was that outside hers? <laughs> I, I picked one. I didn't know where the okay. honk came from. I don't think it's mine. But oh, anyway. I don't know. It might have been. I keep trying to. They're keeping sirens. I keep trying to mute when it comes. But it's Los Angeles. What do you want? <laughs> All right, time for the weekly discussion. Uh, this is everybody's been waiting for. Did Lil suck this week, Matt? You go first. Um. <sighs> Can I go? Podcasting goal, Emma. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say yes. She sucked. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Emma, why did she suck? I have actual things to say. So the demand is failing. I'm gonna go first and take my time instead. Lil sucked, and here's why. First of all, what the hell did she get so mad at Johnny Fairplay the reward for? I couldn't even tell what he said. Maybe he did say something bad, but she he seemed pretty confused too, and so did Dara, which makes me think believe that she's probably overreacting. She also sucked in a different way, in leaning, you know, in supporting the patriarchy. <laughs> Why this was is she this so is fucking charmed? Why was she so charmed by Johnny oh Fairplay taking yeah. over and ordering? Ooh, I love a man who orders for me. And I'm like, look, I can get it, like, in a, like, very specific context, maybe, but you know, I don't trust any man to order food for me, dear God. Um, but I am oh, obviously man. a special case. But she was, like, too into it. It made me uncomfortable, it's still Johnny Fairplay at the end of the day. Lil, you are a married woman. What are you doing? 
yeah, like in a limited circumstance, you know, the, you know, it wouldn't have to be man, you know, for her, but that's what she's into or whatever. But like, oh, this person really knows about this, you know, meal, right. a restaurant I'm at. That'd be cool. But no, no, uh, yeah. John as could order happened, I was like, for you guys. What's that? Like if John takes you guys out to an Indian restaurant, he can order for you guys. No, I probably I'm fine in that regard. You know, John I'm just knows like three like, menu items and likes to brag about it. I'm okay. I'm good. Um, <laughs> you just know he's not going to listen to this. Yeah, it's a real shame, but he's like, you, you should all go into his Twitter and mention this part of the conversation, please. J- just no context. Just just throw Don't it. snitch tag. Uh, but yeah, no, no, as soon no as I saw that scene, it's like, well, I know my answer for this week. And like, it's, yeah, it's just gross. And also what's honestly maybe a little sad about it is when you yeah. find out what he's ordering oh he's so knowledgeable about the world of bruschetta like she it blew her mind the simple like outback steakhouse menu that they had and it was like i almost felt a little bad for her then i, I that's the thing like I, I, I yeah I, I really hesitated on this one because i felt kind I of like bad it. for her there I, I felt i just felt bad for her i was like oh lil oh no i'm yeah, sorry but- Johnny the Purple is like, I'll take control, I know. Filet mignons. Like, ooh, fans, like, my kids wouldn't know what that is because we went on a cruise ship. Like, this wasn't like, you know, like showing off his, you know, elite knowledge of the local cuisine or anything. Bruschetta and steak. And, you know, good for him for realizing, no, we don't want to order seafood. You can also skip the white rice. But, <laughs> but yeah. They have no, enough seafood. I, Honestly, like that part was a yeah, that was a turn off and enough to get her to know this week. I will say, like later in the episode, you know, when she's starting to seeming like like she was building a bit of a backbone in response to her conversation with Burton. Frankly, just being able to wear clothes that wasn't her scouting uniform, I think, gave her a little bit of pep in her step. But no, that that whole I love when a man takes over bullshit. Now, yeah, did Dara really agree, or was Dara just doing that thing where you humor like, somebody? Sure, let's give her some credit. She was just humoring somebody, right? Right. I mean, I, I guess like style. you know, did Dara really agree? Or was Dara just silent? Uh, you never really know. <laughs> it's Dara, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of uh, another. Uh, not quite as silent, but not so much farther. Uh, you know, this is the episode Krista went home. Uh, Krista has fans. Uh, some, you know, watch with some of us. Some One. just out there in comments. And I thought that we haven't really discussed it much this season, so this is a good time to discuss Krista as a player and a character. Uh, what value did she add to this season, Emma? Well, apparently eye candy. <laughs> enough that that as you know we were talking in the beginning um before i was addressed as existing that this was a pretty predictable episode and stuff but you know as i said we thought lil was going home krista's biggest fan um yeah i mean i think she was fine like she wasn't you know it's not like she's a star player but i don't think she's a complete dud either you know i I think you get these a lot it's just these middle of the road casting people who make it about halfway through the jury and they don't get brought back and they maybe were in the power at one point and then they're not, you know. What about you, Matt? I don't know. She, I remembered Krista being more of a player on this season than she actually was. Uh, and then she just wasn't present a lot of the time. You know, her decisions get, 
uh, typically uh, siphoned off to Sandra or Rupert. Uh, there's very few that are attributed to her. And then when we see people talking about her, they're usually uh, irritated at her in ways that are never like really captured by the camera. So there just seems to be a lot about her that wasn't captured but in a way that didn't make me want to know more in a way that just made me kind of like, okay, so she was there and she irritated some people fine. Yeah. So I think in our memory, she's got two moments and as time passes, that's a lot, right? So she had, um, she outlasts a lot of the guys holding the weight. That's probably the biggest one. And then uh, that she was the fall person for Sandra's fish chicanery, which honestly, I think a lot of our, in our memory uh, translated to Krista going home, which it did not. Um, so yeah. And then I, one of the reasons I brought it up is that this episode, she finally gets her spotlight cause it's her time to go home. And it seemed like she was just learning what survivor was for the very first time in her own words. She was all like, I guess I have to lie sometimes. And I'm just now realizing. And it was, I guess it's not about making friends. Like is a thing she said. Yes. It's season seven of like, you know, we're now, what, and five, deep into the season, reality yeah. TV show boom, like yeah, okay, um, yeah, and I was just like I saw that, and then yeah, we see again somebody mentioned that people don't like her, like yeah, we we thought it was like really you know in poor taste and out of nowhere when Rhino was going off on her, which could still be true, but I think people didn't like Krista and I think there must've been reasons besides, you know, her hanging out with Rupert. And when you combine that with the fact that, yeah, she seemed to just be not, you know, out there by her own admission about what survivor is. Like, I think she just made a couple of friends and enjoyed that. And then seeing what her approach was when it was time to save herself, which was, you know, be a little angry at people and then not do much of else. And, and Sandra being like, no, 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 I'll do something. I'll do something. And it's like, also pretty weirdly um, confident that she was safe this week. Yeah, like, that was surprising. She was so confident she was okay. And I mean, and Sandra was like, you're probably not. <laughs> How do you have that conversation with Burton? And then in your like, you know, final confessional being like, wow, I really didn't think it's going home tonight. <sighs> I mean, and I think ultimately Emma's right. It's not, she's not somebody we need to bury or anything like that, but also not somebody we need to celebrate at all. <laughs> it's like, I think she has her fans out there and Hey man, different strokes, different boats, all that stuff. But, uh, I expected more from her in that. I expected something from her. And, you know, now that we've gone through 12 episodes, there was not really anything there. Like, I, I honestly, I thought I remembered her being a quirkier character. And I think yeah. that all just mostly boiled down to her voice. Like the, the sound of it. Because she wasn't that either from what we see. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I mean, from what I'm able to gather, at least, about why she rubbed people the wrong way, I don't think it was because she was, like, weird or odd or any way. I think she just liked to tell people what to do, and they didn't like that. Yeah. And it might be packaged in with what we were seeing from that trio uh, from the midpoint right. of the game on, is that her, Rupert, and Sandra thought they were running things. And that wasn't true. And like, I think Sandra gets away with more things because she's more fun and more interesting, yeah. you know, whereas Krista isn't. I, I don't know. Frankly, when I was watching her struggle with the basic concepts of Survivor this week, and like, it felt like a struggle to her. I was like, 
why is she on the show? Like, you know, there doesn't seem to be anything interesting or special about her. Like, yeah, we had that conversation with Dara earlier, but we at least came up with, you know, conventionally pretty uh, to the point where we got a rerun of uh, the Dara takes a shower scene uh, this episode. I'm surprised the producers didn't take the shower curtain away. We also got a lot of blurring on her this episode. Well, yeah, well, that's what happens when you throw them out without clothes. Is that yeah, you know, when they start to true. dive and swim? Uh, buffs don't Diving swim. with a buff is just not going to work out. Well, I'm just saying, they really lingered on those shots. Is all well, I mean, saying. also, she was doing better. She was actually in the water, unlike Sandra. Um <laughs> And then, yeah, she's a mortician, and that's you know interesting. But yeah, like Krista's like, and she's got a thing on somebody... Yeah. So anyway, that also um, the week that was her boot episode gave us nothing else to talk about. So that also right. be like, why is she on the show? I mean, hey, she almost won the challenge, though. Uh, weirdly enough, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, which would have changed things changed, actually. Changed the whole game. Another thing that might have changed this whole thing at as we're judging whether they should have gotten out Burton is like different combinations of people winning the reward. Like just mm-hmm. yeah, one of Dara and Lil not being there. Like, like whatever team with Sandra yeah. was on was not going to win. Um, but you know, the two people that Sandra could have worked with to maybe turn this around, not having access to them. Also, right. and, with- and them being on the reward with John and not Burton, because we saw that Burton wasn't great at convincing people. Whereas John was. So, but also, speaking of the challenge, what is with that, like, you know, they they randomly divide, you know, post-merge rewards all the time, but what is with the, like, also randomly deciding who does what leg? Like, they're not I even allowed to know. strategize? What the hell is yeah, the point of that? That just I liked it, actually, yeah. and especially because it resulted in somebody who... Uh, always tries to opt out, either opt out of the challenge or opt into the, the, the least involved portion of it. Suddenly like it's on you, you got to do it. I, I kind of like that random element. Honestly, I wouldn't mind if they do it again. Okay. I just feel like the players should be allowed to strategize and make, I feel good. like if you suck at things, it's not so bad that every once in a while it's highlighted how much you suck, you know, it's also reward, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it, well, I mean, it, it couldn't be for immunity. This team right. wins immunity. Yeah. In immunity, yeah. everybody has to do everything. It's just that not every, you know, immunity isn't as important for everybody in the second half of the game. Well, right, but I'm saying like in pre-merge, when you do an immunity, you can divide up yeah. where people go, you mm-hmm. know, and you wouldn't want those assigned out randomly. No. All right. Um, this has been some just uh, magnificent podcasting, I have to say. This is the one we submit for awards. Um, yeah, at least our other short one was like chaotic. <laughs> this is just, uh, yeah, we answered this. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's real, real smooth. So, it's the up dog time. Um, speaking of like really concise and smooth questions, I've tried to do this one for a couple of weeks, and it's because I, I have an idea of a discussion. And it's very complicated, and we'll see what happens. In so you should answer it first. You should explain what it is. Yeah, and you yeah, I'll go first, and then that might help. Um, basically, what I'm getting at is uh, the, the the short question that will require a longer explanation is, what's your biggest fandom? Why I was thinking this is, obviously, for a lot of people, uh, you know, within the Survivor community, the answer is Survivor. You know, they love this more than any of the other things they watch, do, 
for entertainment type things. And I wanted to kind of discuss of all the different ways that you use to entertain yourself. So this isn't like important things. This isn't like family or you know, religion, if you're into that or anything, but just of the, the ways you pass the time. What thing do you love the most? Which is your favorite thing? And for some people, it could be hyper-specific, like Survivor. For other people, it could be just a little more general, like I'm real, you know, they're really into like anime or they're really into like jazz or something. Um, and I was just thinking like, what is your, because you know, we all like a lot of things. Spoiler alert, I don't think for any of us that it's just going to be Survivor. Um, but yeah, we obviously like it. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're interested in and passionate about. Uh, what thing is the thing you're most interested in? For me, the answer is basketball. Um, probably more specifically. I was not expecting that actually. Uh, yeah. Well, That's because this is one of the reasons why it's fun to have this conversation yes. is people might think all these things and then somebody's like, no, 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 it's really this thing. Uh, probably more specifically the NBA. I do not watch college basketball or the WNBA, but I also like used That's to really enjoy playing it. I used to, you know, back when people could do this thing, I really enjoyed, you know, coaching my kids, uh, doing it, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, NBA, I find is the thing that I'm most passionate about. It's the thing I probably spend most time like reading about. I stay up, uh, you know, on weeknights from like one to two o'clock to watch it. Um, it's frankly probably the only reason why I'm still on Twitter is because of the NBA. So that's my answer. Uh, Matt, since you're not muted, I'll let you go next. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I just started thinking about our hypothetical three on three game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Um, we, uh, as a thing we often do amongst all of the staffers of the Purple Rock podcast, is we are frankly like rank people based on whatever random criteria. This is our list for today. Who's the best cooks right. or whatever? And we just That's debase we it based on our like limited understanding of each other. And one time it came up basketball skill and very insultingly, in fact, Matt did not put me um, near the top. I don't think um, and I'm like, dude, uh, actually it was both baseball. And that's like, I've been playing it all this time. I coach and all this. You know, I think it was baseball. I actually ranked you very low. Yeah. I think basketball. I actually had you. You might. Yeah. That not been enough. It. it was the that's same true. day we that's had true. that conversation. And then as we're doing these rankings, it came into like, what. <laughs> The thing we now have to do, if the six of us ever get together, is we, of course, have to have a three-on-three game. And it would just be the it most would be pathetic. So bad. It would be so pathetic. If Andy doesn't dominate that game, he, you know, he has to give up his basketball fandom. It's just that simple. I mean, so. at least Brad's tall. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And we gave like I don't we we don't know if he's ever played outside of gym class, but we're like you're tall and you can't teach that. Um, can't teach height. Can't teach height. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and, and of course we'll never get together. So sadly, the dream has to end there. So of course, the answer what we have to do is just submit each of our N one mixtapes so that we can like really at least mm. judge the rankings. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, look it up Sunday. We'll, we'll um, let you know more. <laughs> Uh, that I also just have to briefly know. say that Matt ranked himself below me for cooking, and I'm pretty sure that's sexist. To be fair, I immediately regretted it. I hit submit, and I was like, nope, shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. I was dead wrong about that. But no, I, I'm with you. Like, the only possible explanation is like, well, as a girl, she has to know something. Sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Tough stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. All right, Matt, what's your answer? Um, so again, going to choose something that you guys might not expect from me. Um, 
uh, board games has been actually one of the things that I've been most into the past couple of years. And it's been one of the ways that I actually socialize with people uh, in normal times. Like I have nerd. a group that I get together with. Uh, you were going to say this about All these answers should be nerdy. Yes. All these the answers should be nerdy. <laughs> if your My answer to this question is kind of nerdy, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> okay, Jock. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, like Emma's the Jock there. <laughs> But no, so for the past couple of years, like board games have actually been like one of the things that uh, I've like kind of like, you know, like a bunch of friends of mine. We've, you know, we have like board game nights, days, whatever we get together, we hang out. It's just like an activity that we kind of build a social event around, which has been really tough during um, the pandemic because I'm not allowed to get together in person with these people. We have found some workarounds. There are ways you can play some board games online if you have access to certain programs, though one of my friends does not. So he's been completely left out, which sucks for him. Um, but um, and then, you know, since I started dating someone, I've been trying to introduce her to these things, hoping that she would like them, uh, which has been going pretty well. So, uh, yeah, that's my Tell us more about about this. <laughs> Next week's up. My biggest uh, fandom is gossip. <laughs> Oh, uh, wait, you, you call like me a- sexist? <laughs> <laughs> do you play a lot of different games, or is it kind of like yes. a core group of, like, five or six, or, like, you're always looking for something new? Or So, I mean, it, it kind of varies. Uh, like, everyone that I play with kind of has, like, different uh, interests. Like, some people like a core group of, like, five or six, whereas I like I really just like trying new games, which is much less cost-effective. Much, much, much less, uh, because... I really enjoy like figuring out a game, how it works and then playing it a few times. Um, I'll play it more. Don't get me wrong. But like, I, I'm kind of always seeking the thrill of like the new, um, which of course led me to buy two more games recently because I've just introduced the person I'm dating to like a good set of four or five. She likes them. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to add some more in, which kind of spice up the relationship already. Um, <laughs> Back when uh, you could do this sort of thing, did you used to go to like board game cafes or anything like that? Yeah, actually, where I just bought them from, there's there's one near me, uh, which I wanted to support. So that that's where I just bought the two games I got from. So there's there's one that's like actually pretty close to me, and then there's one that's a little further away. Um, And I kind of got back into it when I visited a friend of mine in Seattle, and he took me to a board game cafe out there um, because he also likes this stuff. So that's like kind of what got me back into the hobby all right emma what's your ultra cool uh hip answer to this question i don't understand the question and i won't respond to it <laughs> we worked through this question like uh, for like 10 minutes last week I know, i'm the one who doesn't quote. read ahead you're the one <laughs> actually first of all i want to say that this question and what's your biggest fandom are different questions sure well, i was just because trying to write it short fandom I would say, I have a whole thing. Because, um, like, you know, fandom, I would say that probably is Survivor in that I'm involved in the fandom and I, you know, have a separate Twitter account and do this podcast and do that. I don't do that shit for anything else I'm into. Um, I'd say, you know, if you're asking a hobby, which is a different question. It is. Bullying Matt. Bullying Matt is your hobby? Bullying Matt, yeah. You're not very good at it, though. Like, I just... <laughs> yes. I feel like you could do better. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay, well, no, I, I do feel like there's room for improvement. Yeah, it takes, so. it takes practice. No, um, I mean, you know, it's TV too vague. Yes. You have a whole sport. Are you... 
Yes. He has every I didn't say game. sports though, did I? He has every board game. What, what about baseball? What about baseball? You love baseball. I do love baseball, but I love TV more. <laughs> That's a medium. Like, are you deeply passionate about TV? Yes. And how? Watch like it. mother uh, lover, secret lover. Damn, I forgot the situation. Yeah, that's I was saying, I can't let her fuck it off. Damn it! Ignore me! No, no. My actual Twitter bio is literally television teacher, mother, secret lover. And my friend asked me, was like, "What's your Twitter bio?" I don't get the joke, and I said Simpsons, and she's like, "Oh, because she doesn't know the Simpsons because she was raised Mormon." Um. Yes, I love to talk about television. I love to read about television. I love to listen to podcasts about television. And I love to watch it. It's all I care about. I was literally a screenwriting major. Movies? Fuck them. on television. What? Miniseries? Maybe. TV? Yes, television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Movies are just short TV. They count. <laughs> yes. Movies are fine. I prefer television. Movies um, are failed pilots. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't get any sequels. They didn't get any continuation. They weren't I'm picked the up the series. I'm the only one who knows what you're referencing. I don't care. I'm still <laughs> enjoying it. Um, but you know, if we really, you know, want to be super duper specific, we can't because I don't rewatch things the insane amount that nerds who watch The Office twelve times a year are. You know, I've seen what Veronica like Mars. Type of TV? Six like, what types of shows do you like the most? I like every show. Oh Just my god! That's, no, that's not true. I, I've Lord heard you talk Order. about shows you don't like. Uh, the Kardashians. Yeah, it's I used TV. to watch the Kardashians back in the day. You know, early, early on, I did. Um, no, I, you know, I love comedy. I love. You know, I like drama. I'm not a crazy about procedurals, but there have been some I've enjoyed. I like some competition reality. I like some non-structured reality. I don't like dating shows. They give me the creeps. So no Bachelor, no Bachelorette? No, they make me no very Bachelor uncomfortable. No Bachelor in Paradise? No. I think is actually, canonically, the biggest Bachelor fan in this conversation. Because I've seen one episode. <laughs> I have seen two, but they were out of social obligation, and I did not enjoy it. Okay, and I actually did enjoy the one I saw. Yeah, which, so. to be fair, I heard was basically the most ridiculous episode of the show that ever aired. So, yeah, um, yeah I I do also love baseball. Um, yeah, so, no, you know, but I don't not the way Andy loves basketball. The, the, the assignment was pick one thing that were yeah, blah 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 blah. Um, maybe, you know you're mad, but I stand by it. I spend a lot of it's a, it's a facet of my personality. You ask any of my friends, they come to me like, for yeah, their recommendations. TV. Okay. She's been to the so, TV, you know, Hall of Fame type place they have in Los Angeles. Paley Center? Twice. Yes, that's what it's called. Fair. Twice. She's been there. there go. I've gone Fair to enough. Paley Fest, like, thingy, panels. Well, you know, in the comments, tell us what your fandom, your thing that you like is, and try to be more specific than Emma, or at least justify your answer by, by, by as vociferously as she does when you pick an entire medium. It. I mean, look, I, I mean, suppose some people would be like Phil a hardcore Twitter, cinephile. Would it be like, like someone, you know, who's like a cinephile can't say movies? Well, th- th- there's less movies. Fewer, there... first of all. And also, I don't know that that's true. Movies have In been terms of longer. hours. In terms of hours, I'd say. All right. Uh, where could they leave comments about I mean, this or many of the other subjects <laughs> that we've talked about? 
Eva, you could you, 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 you could keep talking about TV or you could tell people where to find us. I'd rather talk about TV. It's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but you can find us at www.purplerockpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at purplerockpod. You can learn about TV by following me at purplerockemma. If you feel like hearing about basketball, I guess you can follow pur- at purplerockandy. And, and if you want to follow me, follow purplerockjohn. <laughs> actually if you want to follow uh, talk basketball i have a different account uh, he does but i wasn't gonna dox you so. I, i've done that a few times i know i'm like you who's the one who always calls me up <laughs> steven fishback showed more care than you did i'm sorry it's a tough alias to crack though um <laughs> all right that's enough for the uh non-spoiler section let's move on to spoilers spoilers Pause, leave now if you want to remain in time. I really would love to know if there's anyone who actually needs is watching. Uh, This is the only season we'll ever do this for. I don't think it's a worthy uh, use of our time. Okay. Um, It seems like most of the things we always talk about is just reassessing elements of Sandra's game, which makes sense. It's the biggest spoiler of the person who wins the game in the discussion. But. when I've many times talked about how anyone but me is very uh, poorly inaccurate to how Sandra plays, and in fact, she's actually a very um, loyal player, uh, a lot of people will be like, well, she wasn't loyal to Krista, and lo and behold, she fucking was. She was. She let her hang for her own mistake with the fish, but then she worked to save her and tried to save her again and did not vote for her at all. Um, and in fact, this is what Sandra does. She saved Courtney for a vote, you know, uh, in Heroes vs. Villains. She was trying to save Varner in Game Changer. She is a very loyal person. And um, I don't know. I just want to discuss how – maybe there's not much left to discuss. But, like, how does her anyone but me relate to the way that she was playing with Krista in this episode in this season? Well, I think, you know, for one is that they didn't, you know, completely push on Dara that it had to be – Burton, like Dara said, you know, erroneously, but said Lil. And so they're like, okay, Lil, suddenly Lil is now my biggest threat. Yeah, what was up with that? You know? I don't know. That's just, I mean, maybe I, sometimes you don't. I did hear on something recently, you know, I mean, I don't, that Sandra said, you know, and this is, this is extra spoilery, but I said that both times she won, she did not think she won. You know, that she thought Parvati won, which is fair. And she thought that little one, which is. Yeah, and here's the thing. She's not the only one to say it. And at first it seemed like, you know, she's saying it at tribal council and thus, you know, a lie. If she wants people to vote for Lil, it's what you would say. But she also says it while casting her vote, which Mm -hmm. is less of a time for a lie. Um, But I feel like Fairplay might have said something to that effect. Or Dara, like other people did say it as well. I mean, he said it while talking to Dara, you know, so that it could similarly to the tribal council thing could be a lie. But was like, no one can beat Lil in the final two. Yeah, and it's it's a little weird um, because, and maybe this is it was true at that time and then that moment of the game uh, that things changed. People, at one point, Ty was unbeatable. At the time, it might have seemed that to, for it might have been true. Lil was the odds-on favorite, the most liked person, and what happens is uh, she made the cardinal sin that um, she was a woman who decided other people would go home. She was never allowed to actually do one. that, and then. Um, once she gets to a final jury situation, she's buried for the hypocrisy of 
daring to pretend to be a good person, um, yet not allowing people... Wore to a scout uniform. Yeah. I mean, is that actually why she's buried at the end, though? Or is she buried just because people actually like Sandra more? We'll get to it. I don't know. I'm just saying, like... at. It's shocking for all of us when we're hearing that yeah. Lil is this feared jury person. I mean, because we both we know that she's going to lose and lose easily. Um, but also, it doesn't feel that way. It feels like she's the person who already got voted out. That isn't very likable that we talk about every week whether she sucks or not. Um, but apparently, that's not necessarily the you know universal opinion. Maybe it's everybody. Maybe more people did think that they could work with Lil, and then it turns think- out that not everybody can. No, no, no. I, no. So I think the fear of Lil is like a common fear on these seasons. There's someone who has like a story or some reason you think that they might win when you're like not quite at the end, but like a little far away. And when you then when you get there, those people like the story isn't enough. People have to still like you. They still have to like respect your game. And I, Lil has like a story in that, well, she came back in and she was able to get to the end and, you know, she's a scout person and all that. And, you know, it's, you can kind of like abstract it into a story that you mm-hmm. maybe think that Lil is a threat. Yeah. But it could be like Dawn is like this nice, uh, you know, mom of all these adopted kids and such a sweet right. lady. And then, yeah, when they get to the end, the jury's like, no, no, you must suffer. Right. For you voted out Brenda. Right. But, you know, it's it's but like the reality of Lil is just not the same as the abstraction of her. And I think you get kind of caught up in the abstraction a bit rather than think about the reality. Yeah. And I suppose it should be noted that as dangerous as I talk about her, nobody tries to vote her out. Um, nope. Do we think that Fair Play would have beat her? Probably a better question for the next last episode, but at this point, it is kind of like, is he playing the best? That's the one I keep thinking about is he might have come close to winning this season. I, I think it would have been fun. really close. I think it would have yeah. been really close. Yeah. I think we should try to break that down in the last episode yeah. because I have not thought ahead of it, and I would actually like to try to think ahead of the votes there. But yeah. yeah, we don't have the answer, but it's just like a pin now. If people are talking about Lil being dangerous, is it yeah. only that what you know, Sandra became more dangerous? Or is it you know that she wasn't by the end and Fairplay had a real shot, uh, especially in light of yeah. the fact that he's, he's you know, I think he would have been able to make a good argument that he was doing a lot of things strategically. Whether the yes. jury cares about that more than they care about how slimy he frankly is. Uh, frankly, like, where it's like, how did he piss like off he's Lil? Doing like, you it guys. For his grandmother. Yeah, they don't know that, but. I mean, they barely had to meet John to realize he was you know, just, you know, a slimy guy. Uh, you know, you guys texted it early before I watched. It's like, why did Lil get mad at John? And it's like, is it really hard to imagine that he said something that they couldn't put on the air? Uh, to your point, it, it seemed like it took Dara off guard as well. But it's like, it's never hard to believe that like he just said something that's like, oh, I hate that guy. Um, I don't know. No, that's a good point. So, All right. Uh, anything yeah, else? Okay. Uh, I got nothing. We only got two more weeks of this, uh, and the ex- and the next two episodes I think have some stuff to talk about. So yeah, I'm excited for next week. That should be yeah, yeah. I'm excited for next week as well. There's one I've been looking forward to. Yeah, so. and then obviously finales, big time, good stuff. Um, this is another one to get through, and I think if we do another rewatch, we're going to, if not do multiple episodes every week, we're definitely going to look ahead for episodes like this one and the one like where Ryan went off. It's like let's not do those by themselves because right. 
it's a little tough. Like a regular survivor, obviously there's always, there can be tough weeks. You don't know, but at least you can do predictive analysis. Like what will this mean? We ain't got that either. We know what's going to happen. So then it's just about discussing the things that happened. And in this episode, what's weird is that I kind of started the episode with this. It should have felt a little bit more surprising. Like for a first timer, you say, of course it was because he was so biased, but the people that voted together, like, at the end of the episode last week, don't this week. Yeah. But the show didn't construct that mystery at all, and maybe there was just no pieces to work with when, you know, they have the conversation with Burton. He's like, that's the first time hearing of it. Um, but like, it's at like, least Rhino seems like it's the start of a pagonging, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, wait, wait, wait. Did we actually talk about the fact that, like, you know, that Burton, that was the first he heard of that and how absurd that was? We briefly touched upon it. Uh, we yeah. didn't really get into it uh, other than to say, yeah, that's fucking weird, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's really weird. Either he's a terrible liar or, like, just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's just no, I mean, so I believed strange. him when he was saying yeah. it, so he'd be a really good liar. Just be a terrible lie. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, it's just like, why would you lie about that? Just lie a different way. But right. you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, he's just... The lie yeah, would it's... be, yes, that's what we're doing. That's the lie. It's yeah. very strange. Like, and that's, so it's like, as much as we can say, that's why we said that, you know, everyone's kind of playing badly. Cause as much as we might say, Johnny Fairplay is playing the best. Like he didn't tell Burton what promise he made. Like, right. That's, that's, weird. Re- that's absurd. That is so weird. So weird. See from that, I can almost see from Fairplay's perspective is that he wants to be the controller of all the information. Everything is his plan, not an yeah. us plan. I'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing. I think, yes, you probably should share this so that they can confirm your lie. Uh, but I can see why maybe he wouldn't do it in that he's lying to everybody all the time. And so he doesn't need, you know, almost like you don't want to fill in people because you then you have to keep up with what, who knows what lie. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. It was just weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's tough for weeks where when there isn't much to go. And just this week, it was like, uh, they denied it. They, they kept telling us every step of the way. And it's like, yeah, it's not going to work out for you guys. Like, like they have a conversation with Burton and Krista. And then like almost right after, like show us why that's not going to happen. Like they'd have right. fair play being like, no, but we're going to get rid of her. So like, she's next. Right. And Burton's like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So next week. Will not be like that, so uh, hopefully we'll have a better podcast and hopefully you know a better updog question. I'm going to leave that to you guys. <laughs> Anything else? Nah, hit that theme music. <laughs>